Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Reactionaries Podcast. My name is Jeff Crisco. I'm here with my co-host, Joe Gruen, and today's movie, After Earth, stars Will Smith and Jaden Smith, 2013 box office smash hit. Joe, how's your day going today? Going good, man. Going real good. Um, I was going to say something about DJ Moore, but we have to focus on the movie, so... Can't do that again. Um, so if this is your first episode of the Reactionaries podcast, what we do is we watch bad action movies. This is definitely a bad action movie. And we go through it and tell you um, everything you need to know. And we do it with a little laughter, little jokes, and uh, a little fun. So, Joe, it looked, like, yeah, it looked like you wanted to say something. Nope. 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 Okay. Uh, your wife came in and dropped off some water. I wanted to let you know. Wonderful. Thank you. All right, Joe. So let's get this started. Let's talk about the financial situation surrounding After Earth. Yes. So the movie After Earth released in 2013, directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Did we ever figure out the twist? Yeah. The twist is written by Will Smith. Hey. (laughs) And we got a budget of 130 million. Mm Mm-hmm. Box office return of 243 point, wait, $243 million. That's uh, so a twist, I think. This movie is terrible. It made almost made a quarter of a billion dollars. That's what happens when you release it in IMAX. Oh, that's true. People go yeah. in there, they spend 20 bucks a ticket, and then they walk out mad. Yep, and the ticket guy goes, I don't know. I don't know what to say. He's um, like, that's the classic, I just work here. I am curious, though, where it ranked. I didn't look up where it ranked in the year uh, 2013 box okay office. so i'm looking that up right now it only does domestic mm-hmm. um on i on box office mojo so it's 61 domestic but three quarters of what it made was international so um 61st place domestic yeah, yeah. um because that yeah ultimately that is a very low amount i think they were probably expecting to rank in the high n- near billion area yeah yeah, and I mean, this was a, a hot year for, for movies. The top ones were Iron Man 3, Hunger Games, Despicable Me 2, Man of Steel, Monsters University, and Frozen. Yeah, you have all the franchises you have to start competing yeah. with. Gravity, and then our good fan, friend, Fast and Furious 6. Look at that. Yeah. Good. Guess, an old friend. An old friend who, who made three quarters of a billion dollars. That is insane to think. That is insane. So, um, okay. So we are, you want to dive right in? Yeah, let's dive right in. Let me talk the uh, um, description of After Earth real quick. And it's a crash landing leaves Katai Reich. Like it looks like it should be Rage. 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 I, I think it's Rage. Yeah. Yeah. Katai Rage and his father Cypher stranded on Earth. A millennium after events forced humanity's escape. With Cypher injured, Katai must embark on a perilous journey to signal for help. And Jeff, I the reason I think it's rage is because I think that's intentional. If you noticed how... Oh my god, the theme of the movie is controlling your emotions. Yep. I hate it. Yep. Uh... I hate it. All right, that's it. Thanks for listening to the Reactionaries podcast. We're Bye, done. guys. <laughs> We're done. I'm not doing this. Now, did you look up any Scientology stuff? I know that you said that this was a Scientology funded film it's not scientology funded insofar as that it's a scientology uh alleged hold on they're very litigious allegedly by some other people's measurements that i am just repeating these are not necessarily my own opinions for fun in the game theoretically is that Mm -hmm. enough caveats yes it is scientology um 
propaganda. Based. Okay. Yeah. It's Scientology propaganda. One of the big things they point out is remember in the trailer, which if this is your first episode, go back one episode. We do this with the trailers where we go through it. But in the trailer, there's when um, when Jaden disrespects the flag. Yes. Um, there's a big uh, volcano in the background. That same yes. that same angle and like perspective on the volcano is on the front of L. Ron Hubbard's Dianetics, which was like the oh. precursor to Scientology. And it's then their Bible, basically. Yeah. And then when you talk about um, one of the big things about Scientology, one of the big things, this is the things is living in the present time. Yes. What do you see? See what do you touch, see, feel, smell? And they do that like three or four times in the movie. Well, it's Dr. Jaden Smith. Yeah. Yeah. It's the whole what do they call that thing? Uh, it's not programming where they it, where they sit with you and they brainwash. Oh, you it's um, I took notes on that. It was uh, I always mix up the terms with uh, the master because the master used terms that were just a little bit off. But the yeah. same things. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. What is it? It's uh, it's not programming. It's um, I forget what it's called. Too, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's it, it's yeah those sessions you sit down and you um do all this training to like be unemotional to stay in the present moment and to that's the way forward because your memories are what causes you present trauma that's what Scientology yes. all comes down to is so you that, have to dig back to the past memories and that's why spoiler alert when when Jaden Smith wins in the end it's because he finally pro he the whole thing you're that's still right. in that bubble it's time to get out that's right that's scientology right there it's him processing that and then he gets his superpowers of having yes. no emotions this right. is a scientology movie through and through according to other people because joe in researching this i found a reddit post from seven years ago that was like this is every single thing tying scientology to after earth everything and mm -hmm. all the replies to it are like, this is amazing. This is incredible. This is so much. Account deleted. Post deleted. Oh, shit. <laughs> so I have no idea what it says, but I have to specify. These are not my opinions. Please do not sue me. This yes. is, I'm repeating things that I read from Mark Headley, a former Scientologist. <laughs> so go find Mark Headley. <laughs> um, after me. Now, it's interesting, too, because just to kind of add on to that, if we were to speculate, um, this movie deals with a post-apocalyptic Earth mm -hmm. that has since been moved on from by the human race. And a big thing in Scientology is trying to ward off the apocalypse. Mm -hmm. And it's because humans are the descendants yes. of aliens who had an apocalyptic event happen on Earth, on their planet, and they came to Earth in 747s. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jeff, let's just make this podcast about Scientology. You want to we're going to get brought into Sea Org, dude. Oh, that's another one that I didn't buy. There was another tie. They were like, well, oh, those are the Marines. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, Will Smith's uniform looks the like a, a Sea Org uniform. And it doesn't. That was a stretch. It's just a military it's just uniform. Gray, right. Yeah, It's just a stretch. Yeah. Let's 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 not go there. Um, But yeah, that's what I found. But Joe, do you know what else I found before what? we get into the movie? What? What? There is and Gizmodo read it. A 300 page history of the of humanity since they left earth that they wrote in the lead up for after earth because this was supposed to be a franchise and as do a prequel this is like their bible this is like you know a show bible like a show bible 
Yeah. Where a show Bible is oh, like, yeah, yeah. on Star Trek, it's like, uh, you know, like Romulans aren't the good guys. Klingons can be that sort of thing. There is a timeline and I'm not going to go through it piece by piece, but I just want to say that they have been at war with these aliens that they fight in this movie the for Ursa. 700, the Ursa. Well, the, no, 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 Joe, they're at war with the Skrell. Oh, that's right. The Ursa are just the ground. You <laughs> never get to see of, them. Of the Skrell, yeah. Yeah. But they've been at war for 750 years, and they come back like every 75 years. <laughs> so stupid. So dumb. So insane. <laughs> okay. Wait, they go back to Earth every 75 years? No, no, the Ursa and the Skrell come back. So oh, the Skrell attack humans. Off. Yeah, they attack humans like every 75 years. Because here's the thing, Joe. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. The humans are the bad guys. They Nova Prime is the Skrell homeworld. And, oh, they, ran, and they ran them off. They're the natives. <laughs> the, the humans are the bad guys. Who knew? <laughs> so, to, so to make up for all of the... Because they have that just ongoing, and I'll get into it. Just this... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the beginning, where basically Jaden is talking about how they ruined Earth and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, so in order to make up for that, they decided to go to another planet and ruin that. <laughs> Kick yes. out their inhabitants and ruin that. Yes. Yeah. Great. So, yeah, this is um, it, it gets worse the more you look at it. It's like, all right. So they're the so the Ursa are the freedom fighters. Right. <laughs> basically, they're the Mujahideen. Yes. <laughs> but wait no they're the mujahideen when we liked them when uh russia was invading afghanistan not the mujahideen now right yeah because they're doing the same thing but now they're bad because they're doing it against us that's how it works right right, right. <laughs> uh, humanity is you know the human experience is interesting uh, so anyway we will jump right in um movie opens we're in after earth now uh lots of loud noises of the ship breaking up mm-hmm and uh, you're seeing Will Smith doing the breathing exercise with his son. From the trailer, uh, yeah. And then he goes flying out of the ship, right? That's from the trailer. Um, Will's name in this movie is Cypher. Joe, I wrote I wrote Will and Jaden in all of my notes. I was See, not I bothered. And I switched them off. I Because I, 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 damn. Because if I just kept going with what I thought I should do, we'd be, t- we'd be do- the same. Yeah. So, uh, We'll see. So then Jaden is lying beat up on the ground outdoors. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it kind of jumps in time a little bit. And Jaden's name is Katai. Mm-hmm. And we have Katai narrating. He says, I've heard stories of Earth, a paradise, until we destroyed it. You got to say it like Jaden. Oh, uh, I was going to say it like uh, Adam heard, Smith. Yeah. Uh, or not Adam Smith, uh, Adam West. Yeah. <laughs> Adam Smith is yeah, you got to do it like, yeah, like Adam West. No, but this is we get our first instance of one, uh, what we're in for with Jaden Smith and two, what we're in for with these wild accents that they do. Yes. In yeah. It's British or I call it Jamaican Scottish. Yeah, it's it's like it's like the, the noble it's like somebody took the native natives and nobilized them. So they already they still have an accent from before, but they're trying to speak British or English. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's and very weird. It's just a bizarre melding of like, it's like, like two the, languages, and it's neither of their real voices. That's the problem. And what it is to and and second of all, they took one of the most charismatic actors in the entire universe, Will Smith, and they made him this flat, like well, intentionally flat, 
yeah, just such a bad character. But the the accent, and we'll move on. It's kind of like trying to speak in like a British accent, but without, but like closing off your nose. Yes. There's a lot of there. It's everything's through the mouth. There's no nasal uh, vocalization there. It's oh god. Yeah, it's tough. It's really tough to listen to. And it was uh, so hard to tell if that was what was going on intentionally until Roy from The Office started talking like that. And I was like, okay, <laughs> this is what they're doing here. Because yeah, he was really bad at it. talks that way. Yeah, but it's, was, since it's, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so we get Jaden Smith being a terrible narrator and a terrible um, accent here, we'll call it. Yes. Um, so then we get scenes of, because Jaden's saying how we destroyed Earth, Mm-hmm. We get scenes of what looks like Vietnam napalming, um, factory smoke, mm-hmm. building fires, and flash floods. Yeah. And then we get the title After Earth. Yeah. Oh, because I forgot to say, in this history, we left Earth in 2071. So all that stuff was in the lead up to humans leaving Earth, because this movie takes place in 3071. I see. Yeah. See, Joe, you got to read the Bible, man. You learned so much. I- I don't. <laughs> I really also, don't. <laughs> also in this also in this history we invent warp drive in 2012 and uh aliens crash landed in 1908. Well, we get a little bit of warp drive in this movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, we we we'll get to it, but there's a short clip that's a, just a terrible episode of Star Trek, just jammed uh, in the middle. Ugh. Yeah. Um so Katai tells us that the United Ranger Corps was founded a thousand years ago as a global military effort to evacuate Earth and set up shop on another planet called Nova Prime, which we just found out was the home of the aliens. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't... What Do they ever say the Scree or Skrill or whatever? I'm not sure. That was... Uh, just that was say the thing. aliens, I think. Yeah, yeah, and then it says they bred the Ursa to kill. Bred the Ursa, yeah. uh, which were monsters bred to kill human humans. Question, um, oh, they're blind, this is an important part. They, mm-hmm. They're blind, but they smell human pheromones. Like yeah, fear they smell. Pheromones. They are fear pheromones, and so that's. I mean, if you breed them, I would say use their eyes. You know, breed eyes, not the yeah, why not? pheromone. <laughs> What's the point of breeding them with no with no eyes? I mean, we uh, see it later that the lengths that they have to go to to track humans, like they set up like pheromone traps so humans get scared. Like, just give them eyes. Sure. If you're breeding them, eyes maybe eyes and the pheromone thing. Well, here, here's another question, Jeff. How do you breed something to kill a species you've just come into contact with? Now, I guess the answer to that is that they've been in contact for now 750 years. My, my, I'm going to answer your question with another question. How did everything on Earth evolve to kill humans with no humans? <laughs> that was the next question. <laughs> yeah. But, um, and how do they have a fucking anti-venom pack for the one thing that... He, They've never seen before, and yet that's also the thing that they have the... Okay, but... but They make a lot of decisions in this movie, and none of them are good. None of it's good. All of it's pseudoscience bullshit. Yeah. But, like, um, I guess this one makes a little bit more sense. They could have captured a human 700-plus years ago, taken out his fucking amygdala, and figured out something, some way to make... To generate some sort of, I don't know. It's really, I don't know how they're breeding something to kill something that they have very little contact with. Joe, do you want me to check the 300-page Bible to figure it, it out? A, <laughs> I mean, it took us a very long time to domesticate wolves into dogs. <laughs> like, this is all happening a little too fast. A little too fast. Yeah, this isn't how fast evolution works. Right. Um, so, also, 
one of these things kills like 20 monkeys later. So they clearly respond to all species fear. Oh, yeah. I wonder if maybe it's the primate. The it's, primate. It's, a, it's like a primate thing. That's yeah, possible. Um, Jeff was right. They look like spiders and Resident Evil offspring. Like did you ever... Did you ever figure out the psychosexual reason why you thought they were tar monsters? Like no. What, I, what feelings you're repressing? No, no. Oh. But I feel like it has a lot to do with the reason why I'm growing a big beard right now. <laughs> um, uh, hey, look, a body tree. It's our old friend. Body I know tree. body trees. I love them. Um, Cypher is dead inside. So he's invisible to the Ursa. That's what we yeah. find out. Yeah, we find out he's he's the man because he can ghost, which is, you know. I said they also named this phenomena after, what, 70% of my Tinder matches do to me. Joe, I have a, let's see here. When Will teaches Jaden how to ghost, he says, what you have to do. Or he talks about the first time he ghosts. And he said, yeah. well, I met a girl. She was clingy. We didn't really hit it off. So I stopped <laughs> responding to her text messages. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh boy uh three days earlier okay anyway just to clear that up ghosting is when they can't be seen because they don't have emotions or fear so only will smith knows how to do this because mm -hmm. he's he's emotionless yeah humanity was saved by having the ethos of a late 90s t-shirt brand no yeah. fear <laughs> actually we find out he does this because he's deeply emotionally and psychologically scarred but we'll find out why later yes um but three days earlier always the sign of a great film always no bad movie has ever started three days earlier yeah uh katai is that dick in practice who fucked up the pace of the group runs dude there was always so i yeah i did basketball you did football so we did conditioning there was always some always. freshman or sophomore that thought they were going to sprint ahead of everybody else. Make Sprints themselves as a starting lineup. Make themselves look good, but all they do is throw up everywhere. Yep. <laughs> and they sh they fucking crapped out. Because yeah. they didn't realize we were going for, because this is their first year or whatever, they don't realize that we're going for 30 solid minutes of this. Yeah, it would, it would be like, because we would do, uh, um, I don't know what to call them now, but we called them Indian runs around the thing. Yeah. And you got to, you know, you got to run, but you got to pace yourself. When that guy was in front, he would always make the line longer because he was trying to sprint ahead and he would always get yelled at. And then he would have to do extra sprints and he would always die. Yeah, I can't remember. Our guy had like a scar on his face. So and he was really dead set on becoming a linebacker starting linebacker but he was a second stringer because he was so small in relation to the other linebackers so i don't know yeah. why some people think they can sprint into the starting lineup it doesn't work that way yeah uh, but um it, it's it's telling that we both had the same response to this which is god i hate that guy yeah if we could give a message to those kids no one likes you for doing that if any teenagers <laughs> are out there doing that no one likes you on the team for doing that the coaches don't appreciate you no one likes it can i can i tell you something sure freshman year that was me and kevin you <laughs> that's the problem <laughs> we did a i remember we did a cool down lap and me and kevin you raced it around the mm. track and it was like now i'm like what were you trying to prove man you weren't going to sprint yourself into the starting lineup no i always knew i had shitty lungs so i just never even i was just happy to stay middle of the pack i didn't want to be back end of the pack i didn't really want to be the front end so yeah yeah um so anyway katai excels in the classroom we find out 
mm-hmm. but he collapses in the field, probably because he's running so fucking much. Yeah, he doesn't sprint himself into ranger school like he was trying to do. There's right. the moral of the story. So he doesn't get to be a ranger. We find that out. Uh, yeah. Cypher comes home after oh, months away. His teacher, yeah. is, there's only like eight characters in this whole movie. So yeah. we've got to point out his teacher, Valen, Aaron Pierce on 24, second best actor in this movie. So he gets yes. a little bit part, but second best actor in the movie. And he also plays, known for playing a guy that has no emotion. So And it's thrown off because he's fucking in front of a like CGI background. I it, everything in this movie that's going on in the backgrounds look like it's either from a shitty sci-fi channel movie or uh, a fucking seventh grade play. Yeah. And the question that got answered where I was like, why does Will Smith look so weird sometimes? That's because they were CGIing light or dark like onto him. So that's why he looks so weird all the time because they were doing so much CGI. I noticed it yeah. um, when they go into the um, uh, the the port before they get on the ship okay um, that Jaden just looks insane because they're trying to project they're trying to cgi shadows onto him that's when i was like oh that's why will smith looks insane sometimes because they're trying to cgi shadows onto him so i was sure. like okay now it makes sense it's never a good idea to shadow your dramatic lighting that's just a just a cue that's just a tip for people out there who want to make movies yeah um so anyway cypher comes home after months away Gives his wife. Hold on. You skip. Yep. Sorry. I keep. I, I was reading. You got to go. Jaden Smith begs and pleads with Valen, with his teacher. He's like, my dad's coming home. You know, you got to pass me. I'm I'm a great ranger. I have to be able to tell him that I passed ranger school. And he goes, you tell your dad. And you're like, ah, uh? is I said, welcome home. <laughs> it's just yeah. like such a dad or Jaden. He gives him the tough titties <laughs> response. Yeah. He's like, that's great, kid. Go run a lap. Yeah, once you run your ass to the bushes. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so anyway, we find out he didn't get in. All that apparently whining doesn't get you in. Apparently running too fast doesn't get you in. I don't know what Jaden's gonna do. So Cipher comes home after months away, gives his wife a cold mechanical hug, and then has an awkward dinner with his mope of a son. With their Katai- triple prong chopsticks. Yeah, oh, I didn't notice those. Yeah, there are three prong chopsticks. And it's one of those. I keep saying they make decisions. And when I'm saying that, it's like somebody was like, OK, in the future, they use three chopsticks. It's like the three seashell thing from Demolition Man. It's like, why did it change? Why did why are we doing this? I can't tell if that's harder or easier. Well, they have like a rubber band. They're at the connected, top right? That They're holds connected them together, by a yeah. spring. So that'd be super easy then. But China's been using chopsticks for like 3000 years. Why 1,000 years in the future are we all of a sudden like, let's do three chopsticks now? I think Americans have never been fully on board with the two chopsticks. I'll be honest. It's a Gillette blade situation where we're like, more chopsticks is better. It looks classy. I think we're just constantly trying to build toward a device that looks classy, has the look, but is easier to use. And maybe that's where this came from. What if they get four chopsticks, made them really tiny, Put them in, put them on the end of another on stick. On the edge of a longer stick that you could yeah, just grip. Yeah, <clears throat> I think we, I think we're in for something there. You know, be even better than that if they just eating with your hand. If they filled in, no, most of where like the sticks were at the end there. Oh, and then just so much little, easier to eat soup. Little bits on the end. Oh my god, some sort of like spork, fork hybrid. Fork hybrid. Well, really, four uh, chopstick hybrid with like a bowl. Like a like a bull chopstick hybrid. Yeah. Okay. A bull stick. 
A bull stick. We'll, we'll call it a bull stick. Bull stick, yeah. Uh, so Katai tells his badass of a dad that he can run faster than him. Then <laughs> says he's not hungry. It is so funny because um, Will Smith is the worst father on earth. Okay, here's the debate here. Is Will Smith the worst father on earth? Or is Jaden Smith the worst son on earth? I keep going back and forth throughout well, this whole Well, who makes the worst son I don't son think Will's a great father by any means. But Jaden might be a worse son. Well, yeah. And what's what's really funny is um, uh, Will Smith is like, how are you doing? To- I ran the I ran it faster than you. It's like, dude, <laughs> calm down. Dude, I've been gone for months. Why don't you just like ask me how I'm doing? Like, yeah. I'm just asking what's going on with you, bud. But yeah, Will's a freaking taskmaster. Like Jaden doesn't look at him and he says, where do we look when we speak? And then he, he says, when I'm going to my room, he says, are you asking or are you telling? And no, 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 like, here it is. Yeah, yeah. Katai says, I'm not hungry. I'm going to my room. Cypher says, are you asking me or telling me? Katai says, may I go to my room, sir? Cypher says, denied, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> Which I laughed at because I, I really want to see Jaden get yelled at. Yeah, I mean, it's the classic teacher like, what do you mean? may i go to the bathroom and they were like okay fine may i go to the bathroom like no sit down no (laughs) come on worse than that it was like he was setting him up to just get demolished yeah (laughs) um yeah in my notes i said okay then (laughs) all right um so cypher's wife is named faia uh faia is doing something pointless with a hologram and then quickly shuts it off when cypher enters the room and i ask is this how women cheat in the future? They build machines on holograms in the future. <laughs> and then they freak out when their husband walks yeah, in. They're like, oh, no. This They'll was realize not... I'm not satisfied in this marriage where he's gone for months on end. <laughs> I was just thinking about how terrible our son is. That's all I was doing in here. Please, please don't look into it further. Right. Um, Cypher got his wife an orb necklace. And he puts, and he it, puts it on in the creepiest way. He, like, sneaks up on her. Yes. And you can tell that this is not a great household because she flinches. Yes. <laughs> so she <laughs> shuts off what she's doing and then sits there at attention, basically. Yeah. Waiting for whatever horrors. Yeah. There's this weird moment where you think something horrible is going to happen. Well, like, at least she does. Right. <laughs> so that's well, we have towards him being a bad dad, not necessarily Jaden being a bad son. Yeah. No, I don't think he's a great person. I'll just say that say that out loud um cypher says he has one more trip before he retires um faya tells cypher to spend more time being a dad um and also that katai blames himself for what happened to senshi mm-hmm. and cypher tells katai uh well basically uh cypher decides to then tell katai that he's coming with him to Ephitos. Yeah, so throwing a lot of names at us. The which is I think that's the guy from uh, 300 that betrays him, or at least it sounds like him. Yes, Epiates. Or... <laughs> yeah, but th- what's funny is as soon as they were like he blames he um he blames himself for what happened to Senshi. As soon as they said that, I was like, oh, Senshi, Senshi was the favorite, and Senshi died somehow. Like immediately, I, I immediately I was like, okay, I, I already understand the 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 psychosis going on in this family well that's funny because i didn't even think like that line so i guess i was so bored 
by this point in the movie that that line flew over my head the first time I watched it. But the second time I watched it after I knew about this trauma from the past, yeah, I caught that line. Well, in my notes, I immediately wrote Senshi, dead sibling. Like, I yeah. immediately knew that because it's such a trope. Like, totally. like a sibling who, let's be clear here, she was the favorite, died and it drove the family apart. And then this trauma is going to bring the family back together. Well, at this point, I would have guessed it was like an older brother who was a ranger. Yeah, I wasn't sure how the dead sibling, like if it was a brother, sister, how they died. And we quickly learned that an, an Ursa killed it. It's it's it's, it's a uh, Katai's older sister. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So the next day, uh, Cypher is. Oh, Cypher gets a one legged salute from a guy he saved in the field in a very awkward scene. <laughs> very weird. They are obsessed. And later on, they kind of parallel the scene with uh will and jaden when jaden when they when will first sees jaden after which he salutes his son the first time he sees him after they almost die which is weird but he parallels this because he's like stand me up stand me up yes and and on his broken femur just let your son come and hug you dude like that would mean so much more you know yeah not everything has to be fucking honor i don't know (laughs) i mean so i think what it was grateful he's alive like i he didn't even really know at that point that he was alive. No, he didn't. As yeah. far as we know, this is the first time he's seen Jaden since he disappeared. Right. And what's so stupid is like the the signifier here is that Will Smith now sees Jaden as a ranger. Where he said yeah. before, you're not a ranger, you're not this. Right. He only wants to be a ranger because he wants your He wants to be his son. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> wants to be your really son. Just treat him like a son. You don't have to do this through his means. By which the way, is, very... Very telling that we're jumping to the end of the movie right now. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just fast forward and just call it a day? But it's also very telling that he has to be a ranger before he's a son at the end. Because he's finally a son at the end because he's like laying on Will Smith, like laying up with Will Smith like a son will do, you know, to his father. But anyways, back. Uh, let's go at back point, in the movie an hour He's and neither half. a ranger nor really a son. They're working no. on the son part. Uh, so Cypher gets this one-legged salute from this guy with one leg who's really adamant about hopping around on his one leg and saluting. He's really adamant he's going to weird some people out and make it uncomfortable. Yeah, he's, he <laughs> seems to want that. <laughs> but then uh, Katai, I said Katai has to be pissed because he can definitely run faster than that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Dad, if I let's challenge that guy to a race, and if I beat him, I get to be a ranger. Hey, that guy gets to be a ranger? I should just get his spot. And he's like, how about this? Uh, or an ass-kicking contest. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> if I can climb on his back without him knowing, without him doing anything about it. Um, a giant spore is being loaded into the ship. Okay, mm-hmm. that's that spore from that trailer. Um, but we still don't know what it is. Uh, the spaceship then takes off with them inside. I said, this is 2013, and all of the CGI looks straight out of Jason X. Which I said a sci-fi film from a sci-fi channel movie from before. Jason X was basically a sci-fi channel movie. Yeah, it looked like the prototypes for stuff for like as they were trying to perfect the technology for the first star the the first Star Wars prequel. Like that's what it looks like. Like they hadn't quite gotten there yet, and the Star Wars prequel was what 14 years before this. It was like yeah, 99. Even the sets that look kind of clean, like that where they all sit, that like hallway where they all sit in where it's all white and stuff. Even that looks like bland and like there's nothing really interesting about it. Like Yeah, there's uh, there's not a lot of like so the CGI interfaces 
Those look kind of cool. Okay. But those are just cribbed from uh, Minority Report. Yeah. 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 So like that's not even and, and Minority Report did them better. Right. So, so it's like it's even a worse version of like everything in this movie. It feels like you said $130 million. Where did that go? Yeah. <laughs> like, it went like, all to Will. Yeah. And where she- did it go? Yeah. And Minority Report 2002. So their 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 level of CGI technology is like a decade old. Nothing looks good. Nothing looks right. Everything looks weird. It's it. This really feels like if if you transported Ron Marchini and 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 Kiriazi forward twenty years into the future, and they had CGI technology at their disposal, this is what they would make. Yeah. It has a very low budget feel to it. Amateurish. So, yeah, very amateurish. And it's a, that thing where it's like, because it's amateurish, they have to spend so much time making it look realistic that they can't put in enough details. So it hits that uncanny valley where it's too clean. It's yeah. too, everything is too perfect. Yes. Yeah, so it's 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 very weird. Yeah, where like the spaceship doesn't even fit in space. They're both CGI'd, but like they, you can tell they're different. They just, it looks like a cutout almost. Yeah, the there's, there's no depth to it yeah it, it feels like those old car you'd see the old like flintstones cartoons where they would put the animation would be done it'd be on a cell in front of a background and they just swap them out and there's no like depth there there's no interaction with the background that's what it feels like yeah it's like, like it south like it park happened level. on top it's like south park level cgi <laughs> yeah it's like it happened on top of other things right again um, 2013 that's why we're harping on this Yes. Like, this same, was after Avatar, right? This is the yes. This is the same year. Just to put it in perspective, this is post Avengers. Avengers came out before. Wow. That's that's telling. Because this came out the same year as Iron Man three, and yeah. Iron Man three is after Avengers. Very telling. Very very telling. So if we're harping on how bad the CGI looks, it came out after Avengers. Just think and of it. And 160 million is no small budget. Like you should be able to do something with that. It's it's just. Especially when most of your fucking time is spent on Earth. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If you can't tell, there's not. <clears throat> we're doing this instead of saying, and then Jaden ran for ten minutes. Yeah, because he doesn't. Because here's what happens next. Cipher has a floppy iPad. <laughs> yeah, he has a little iPad that he rolls up. Which it's, honestly, that would be it's cool. It's a mouse pad. <laughs> it's like also an iPad somehow. That would be cool to have. I guess, but it's like, it's such a bizarre little, he like folds it daintily, like. Oh yeah, uh, he does do a little, like, a little like tight roll, like he's rolling up silverware into a napkin. It's a very tight roll with it. Yeah, it's very specific. Uh, Jaden is, meanwhile, bragging about reading Moby Dick, and yeah. Cypher, like the rest of us, doesn't care. Yeah, he, and he said it the, kind of the same way that he was saying I ran it fa- the thing faster than you. He's like, I've been reading the book. Like, I remember Moby Dick. Yeah, you ever yeah. talk to like a a six year old? Yeah, they like like they, just has things inside them they need to get out. Yeah, so yeah, he has the like. So when you talk to a six year old, that they, they want to tell you things, even if they like you, but they're still a little scared to tell you. So it just kind of like it hangs at the beginning, and then everything falls out at once. Well, and they have no concept of like what adults find interesting. <laughs> There's that too. You know, they'll say something like I've had these conversations with cousins of mine that were like six, seven, eight years old. They say something. I'm like, do you have any idea how little that means to me? Like, I, I, that's I, I hope I you feel. say that to him. I hope they're like they're like 
Hey, hey, uh, Joe, I uh, I saw a rock and uh, it was it was flat on one side, but then it was like really like not flat on the other side. And you're like, do you understand how little that means to me? I want you to respond with that. Yeah. <laughs> and not just to me. I'm the one telling you <laughs> literally everyone in your life. Um, anywho. Uh, but remember, Katai's like 15. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's trying to be a warrior. Remember this. He is right. trying to get into warrior school. He's trying to kill giant monsters. Can you imagine Jaden and the Agogi? Dude. <laughs> Effiates would be more useful. Are you kidding me? He had a spear thrust. That's true. He had a good spear thrust, that Effiates. Uh, Kitai then sneaks off in the middle of the night while Cypher's sleeping to snoop around a bit. And he enters through a pipe cleaner curtains yeah this is why i said seventh grade drama or seventh grade theater class the only so on the other side of this is the uh no trespassing this is where they're keeping the deadly creature that will kill everybody on the ship in probably five seconds behind a 1970s room divider worth beads but it it, they're pipe cleaners they're like little I don't even know what it is. It's just like they took random shit. They're like, hey, we ran out of money. I don't know how with 160 mil, but we ran out of money. What can we find at the dump? Let's just hang it up all over the walls. Um, yeah, this is where the spore is being held. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Tormund Giantsbane catches but Katai. Clean. Did you notice that? Clean-shaven Tormund. I was... I was... When I saw him, I was like, no, that can't be him. But yeah, it's Christopher Hivju. Yeah, the the first best actor in the movie. Yes. Um, he catches Katai and then dares him to try to ghost. Uh, Cypher then wakes up and feels the wall of the hull and it's vibrating. Yeah, this gets confusing. It quick. gets so weird, yeah. Uh, but then we flash back to Katai. Katai is approaching the spore, which we find out is containing... The Ursa, it's like a cell, like yeah. a spore cell. Yeah, and um, this is where we see Roy from The Office, and Roy's egging him on. He's like, come oh, on, yeah. kid. Yeah, he's the, he's the guy in the background that's like, come on, kid. You no, wait, isn't it? he the one that's like, ah, leave him alone. He's the captain's son. No, he's he's the one who's like, you got to treat him with like respect, like like don't right. like don't screw around with him. And then when he's trying, I think he's like trying to give him encouragement. Okay, because Tormund's like tormenting him. Yeah, he's, like, Tor- like, trying Tormund's- to get in his head. Tormund does the like space version of the the um, Doctor Grant speech at the beginning of Jurassic Park, where he's talking yeah. to that little kid about how the Raptors will kill him. That's what he does yes. with hit with Jaden, but with the Ursa. He's with like, the Ursa. He's, he's explaining. He's like, your heart's starting to beat faster. The adrenaline is flowing through your body. Your pores are opening up. Yeah, getting ready to release pheromones, and you're trying to suppress it, but that's only making it worse. Like, yeah, yeah. And I see. I would start to get scared at this, not because of the Ursa, because I'm afraid that Tormund is going to do something to me. He's a fucking <laughs> lunatic. Yeah, yeah. Like, clearly he's got that lunatic look in his eyes. Uh, so Katai approaches this spore, and meanwhile he's having flashbacks of his sister getting killed by an Ursa mm-hmm. while he hid in like a terrarium, like <laughs> for a child. Yeah, it was a it was so it was like a smell proof bubble so that they couldn't find him. So he's basically invisible. But it had like and, a little plastic cactus in there. <laughs> like, it did have like grass. It was like the was it the Mitch Hedberg joke or is it a stick and a leaf? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. 
So he's used to his, the environment that he's used to. Yeah, it's like a little terrarium. Oh, you know what? I bet that stuff produces oxygen. Ah, uh, could be. Yeah. So it's a, so you can stay in there a while. I bet that's what it's there for. But Joe, just like why don't they make the whole plane out of the black box? Why don't they make the whole society out of the bubbles? Every building should be the bubble. Yeah, it doesn't. Why make are they sense. making it into the actual <laughs> buildings? How are they making it? These things are humongous. I don't well, know they, how this thing got through the door. Key card. fucking mustache and and a skew cop hat yeah i was gonna say he did he did the nicks move he just came up with cop hat mustache it's like hello fellow human (laughs) yeah so anyway he is killing (laughs) you see any ursas around i sure hope not i would get scared (laughs) well see you guys later (laughs) yeah um anyway he's killing his sister that's what's happening in this scene but we don't really get to see it in detail we just kind of know that that it's happening he's letting um, her die while he does nothing while he does nothing uh the ursa senses so now we flash back and Tormund's still being a dick and the ursa is sensing katai mm-hmm. and he's kind of uh, oh he he rumbles up against the spore like like jostles yeah and the guy's like he saw you you know he gotcha like, yeah he gotcha uh and then cypher interrupts all the fun hazing of a teenager and then uh yeah all the fun's over um now cypher uh brings his son back to his seat tells him there's an oxygen mask behind him and straps him in and he doesn't tell him what's going on yeah he tells him to put on this like fancy suit which is what Jaden ends up wearing for the rest of the movie which does Jaden just change in the middle of this hallway it's <laughs> a good point <laughs> it is why there's no walls it is just like a row a there's a less tube. privacy than in a, an airplane yeah it's, yeah it's a tube where everyone sees you it's a long hallway and i guess he just takes all of his clothes off in the he middle just of changes it. in the middle yeah um cypher then runs to the cockpit warns the pilots about quote-unquote graviton vibrations that could lead to quote-unquote mass expansion and blah 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 science words dude okay <laughs> Let me tell you, I grew up watching Star Trek, okay? And there was a lot of techno babble like this in Star Trek. And then when it hit Voyager, it was like three quarters of the episode was this. Ugh. And I just I just had flashbacks and then being like, well, if we reverse the graviton pulse beam thing and then we can fly, fly her out of here. And that's exactly how this felt, where he was like, we need to unload the graviton things, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And he's like, I, and he's like I said, so there's, the odds are one in a million. Yeah, I said I'm I'm pissed. I don't have time to fact check any of this. Like I just don't. Like it would just take me like days to teach myself like what the hell they're talking about. But also the pilots are like calling bullshit. They're like, what are you talking about? Joe, I want to be clear. You're gonna see if you could fact check if artificial gravity could cause a buildup of of gravitons on the hull that would cause them to pull asteroids towards them. Yes. How would you fact check that? <laughs> I, well, I didn't even understand what the terms meant. I was just going to try to look them up. Grew up watching Star Trek, baby. I understood exactly what was going on. I wasn't happy with it, but I understood what was going on. Well, but but here's the issue, right? He's talking about they're not in an asteroid belt yet. It's going to pull it towards them. There's Yeah, that's, I guess, the fear. But then he could sense it. Like, he can sense the vibrations in the hull, even though they're so far away. That's the part that's weird. That's the part that doesn't yeah. make sense. If they ended the movie and it was like, we'll, 
if they ended the movie and they're like, oh, yeah, Will Smith's a robot. It's like, okay, now it makes sense. That's totally – if he's Data, I get it. Or they did the turn in Aliens where he's a an android. Yes. Or Alien, not Aliens. But they did the turn in Alien where he's an android. Then, then it would make sense. But literally, you see him. He puts his hand – he puts, like, his ring. Like his ring. On the, the wall and you hear it clacking. And yeah. that's how he tells the vibration. He's like, oh, there's too many – oh, I wonder I wonder if he went to put it and it like slammed into the wall and was like and he was trying and and because there's too much gravity on the hull. And that's how we can tell. Joe, let's move on. Yeah, this is going to be hard, bud. <laughs> like, <laughs> All right, let's do this. Asteroids hit the ship. Yeah, well, so here's what happened. Cypher accurately predicts that this asteroid field exists because he's a witch. He's a burn the witch. <laughs> that's what I put in my notes. <laughs> he's a witch. Uh, Cypher then tells his pilots to hyperspeed through the asteroids, set the ship down at Earth, even though it's quarantined under penalty of law. Intergalactic law. Well, and the thing is, too, is they're like, "Uh uh-oh, this this isn't, no, it can't be. This isn't what I think it is. And you're like, just come on, we all know it's Earth. This thing in the fucking title? (laughs) Yeah. It's called After Earth. It's in the trailer. But but everybody's like, oh, no, what could, this isn't, this isn't, you don't think... No, there's no way. Oh, no. <laughs> it must have gone back to you know what it knew. Which, first of all, wh- the ship yeah. is not a thousand years old. It's never been to Earth. Yeah, and does it have AI? When did that happen? Yeah, but yeah. Spoiler alert: it's Earth. Yeah, it's Earth. They just managed to be near Earth. They they um, were super coy about it. Yeah, why did they say sorry? Why did they say that it must have been drawn to where it is when he's the one that said go in Trump. hyperspeed in yeah. one direction? Yeah, that's his is, choice. They, I, I Joe, yeah, because they put in, they were like, yeah, they put in, they were like bearing blah blah blah, Mark blah blah blah. He sent them in a direction. Yeah, it's it's Will's choice. I was gonna say maybe Earth Earthlings left a beacon to pull them out of warp speed when they left, but if they're not supposed to be there, why would they pull them out of warp speed? Like that would be so annoying. Yeah. <clears throat> Anywho. Uh, Katai's stop sign for a cop to stop you and be like, hey, you're not supposed to be here. <laughs> That's what it would uh, be. Exactly. Um, Katai's acting like he's never been in a spaceship crash before. I mean, uh, what a child. What a child. Um, he wakes up to bird and cricket noises and a malfunction, malfunctioning door made out of umbrella plastic. Hold on. And you have to point out that Will Smith got blown out of the ship. I, th- I thought I said that. He got blown yeah. out of the... Oh, no, that was the very beginning. Yeah, so... Well, yeah. so here's... We think he got blown out of the ship. Really, he just got blown down the hall to the... But how's that possible? Yeah. Exactly. Joe, how is Will Smith in this ship when he crash lands? I don't know. Because everyone else goes flying out of the ship. It's you see him. the bodies flying past Jaden. Literally, everybody flies out of the ship but Jaden. And Will. Somehow. Somehow. But oh, you're saying in real in reality, in, in, everyone would be gone in except the movies, for in, No, in the movies, what we're supposed to believe is that Will and Jaden are the only survivors of this, this flight. Yeah. But Will somehow flew out of the ship and then flew back into the ship. Yeah, so in my mind, he um, lands on his legs on like the wall, like a wall there, and then drags himself to a seat and straps him in but if he 
hit the wall with his legs, his fucking femurs would be poking through his shoulders. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it he just does have, like, have a pretty bad femur break, but... But they would be, like, through his shoulders, basically, in real life. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah. he must have strapped himself in. That must be what they're trying to get us to believe. But we watched him blow himself, or get blown out of the airlock. Yeah. Well, but... But I guess what they're saying is that it's not the airlock. It's them going through the atmosphere that blew him down the hall. Hold on. I got to hold on. I'm watching the scene again, Joe. Here they're breathing and Will. No, Will goes out of the spaceship. You see him go out of the spaceship? Hold on. Let me. All right. <laughs> this is going to be so boring for everybody. <laughs> I don't care. Watch watch the trailer. We're at two minutes, six seconds in the trailer. Okay. Here's watch Will. Oh, yeah, so that is air. He's getting sucked out. So that's getting sucked out. Wait, okay, hold on. Nope, I got it. There is a rupture in a... That hallway must have a curve in it, and that's not... And the the edge that we see doesn't actually get... Oh, you're... The edge that we see doesn't actually get blown out. He gets blown around a hallway. That's my only guess, is he gets blown around a corner. I don't know. Will Smith should be dead. Will Smith should be dead. Um, Katai wakes up, right? The umbrella plastic doors. They've crash landed to Earth. Mm -hmm. Uh, I said, seriously, who made this shit? In reference to the setting. (laughs) The set sucks. It's It's so weird. It's like they crash land on Earth, so there's like ribbons everywhere. No, it's you remember like the construction paper vines. Yeah, the twist. That's what I was thinking. The like twist, twist. The construction paper and spray painted green, and those were vines. That's what we're looking at. That's what we're dealing with here. Yeah. And the um, guy, hold on, the guy, real quick, that he kicks out to make sure the umbrella door closes. I was say Katai really likes pushing bodies off ledges. This is like yeah. the second time he's done it. But he had to like unwrap like a rope around this guy's arm. Yeah. What was this? Where did this rope come from? There's not, there's nothing anywhere on this ship. So I figured out why he does that. Well, it's I don't the close the thing. rope. It's so it closes so he can breathe. Yeah, but the rope. Where does this rope come from? What is the purpose of this rope? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. This is stupid. But also, there's no way that like the ship would be able at that point because it's been opening and closing. It's all just Earth atmosphere in that ship. Yeah, so like, so yeah, once it closes, it's just earth air anyway in there. Um, yeah, unless it blows out. I mean, it still has power, so maybe it's got scrubbers or something. I don't know. But yeah, he closes it and then he's immediately like, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Which, um, no. Yeah. So I say, but he does really like pushing bodies off ledges. That's like his second it. favorite thing to do besides wine. Besides, uh, yeah. I'm like, Howard. Knock Howard. Cypher. Tells Katai to get sp- uh, the spare beacon from the tail of the ship, which mm-hmm. is 100 kilometers away. Yeah, because the one uh, they got is busted. Yeah. Cypher gives Katai six inhalers that allow him to breathe Earth's atmosphere. Each one lasts 20 to 24 hours. Katai also gets a cutlass. He gets uh, Will's cutlass. Mm-hmm. Which is his uh, uh, Darth Maul thing, which is actually super cool. Cause yeah, it, like, it's like... It, like, generates different types of blades. Yeah, and it can separate into two weapons, which is super cool, too. Right, we see that it's at the got, end. It's got 23 configurations, because they, like, he's like, oh, check this out. Look at all that these. Was conf- all, 
That was all part of the merchandising thing. That they yeah. Were gonna, uh, they were going to sell cutlasses. Yep. Uh, Cypher assures Katai that it's highly unlikely that the giant spider monster escaped the super secure spore cage in the crash. I love, because this part I couldn't tell. He he was clearly lying to him. Because he, he yeah. as soon as, he's like, he's like, as soon as Jaden Smith leaves the syrup, he's like, Jaden. Like, send out, yeah. He's like, Jaden. All right, he can't hear me. We need to find this Ursa. <laughs> yeah. 300 probes, let's find this thing. Yeah. Before it kills my son. Um, the Katai, oh, Katai needs a mechanical hug before he leaves to give him the strength. Yeah. So he gets a really cold hug from his father. He's like, he's father, off. please initiate love protocol. <laughs> he's like, love protocol Hold. initiated. <laughs> Hold for five seconds. Okay, release. Good. Love, love protocol completed. <laughs> um, five seconds outside the ship, uh, and this kid is already freaking out because he sees a body. <laughs> yeah. And he just, pushed he just one saw off. a body. <laughs> yeah. This conceivably could be the same body. Yeah, I said, even though he's pushed like 10 bodies over ledges at this point, one body's like, yeah. He loves pushing bodies. Loved it. Uh, Cypher tells his son to stay calm. By disrespecting our flag. This is the first instance mm-hmm. of flag disrespect. Oh, this is also where we find out this is Earth. This is where Will drops the bomb on us. Half hour Earth. in. This is Earth. Yeah. Uh, Katai nearly kills himself while rock climbing because a tarantula crawled on his hand. Uh, then he lies to his dad and says he just slipped. Yeah, one of many times that he just lies to his dad. And... Um, you know what I realized, too? I, I got scared at this point because we'd only had, like, one flashback. I was scared that we were going to have no what I called Spartan politics. That was just going to be Will and Jaden, all movie, nothing to break it up. And then these flashbacks are stupid, but at least they broke something up. Yeah, it was going to be hard to just do an hour of just Will talking to Jaden from the ship. Yeah, it would be really hard. Really, really bad. Yeah. So Katai reaches the top of the cliff, then mm-hmm. watches the birds swarm and or flock, and the buffalo roam. Yeah, the earth is healing. <laughs> is that what this is? No, have you did you so when the when the uh um when the quarantine started and like in Italy it'd be like, Oh, there's dolphins swimming in the canals, like look how terrible humans are, you know, uh, we're like pushing and it's like the earth is healing without humans. That's <laughs> that's how I felt with this. Like the earth has healed without us. Yeah, it's a fucking Instagram post. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cypher fires probes to search mm-hmm. for the Ursa. That's what those rockets were that were what we thought yeah. were rockets before. And they're the probes look jelly look like cameras. Yeah. They look like three penises attached to an eyeball. <laughs> so I called them jellyfish cameras. I think we got another psychosexual thing we got to work out here. They got okay. Jellyfish have like a lot of tendrils. These have like three. They look like a fidget spinner made out of, like, a, an organic breathing fidget spinner. So you're saying it's a fidget spinner with glu- dildos glued to it, is what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what this is. Um, and they only show up here, so it doesn't really matter to know what they're about. Yeah. Um, Cypher then tells Katai that the planet freezes over at night, and that he'll have to find geothermal hotspots. When this happens. Yeah, and the Navi band on his arm is the only way to talk to him. So I'm sure nothing is going to happen to it throughout the course of the movie. Right. Uh, Cypher signs off to take some painkillers 
and daydream about his daughter showing him Moby Dick on video chat. Which he has a cracked femur that like is set like the femur is off it's by like broken. three inches. Yeah. It's a displaced fracture, which is a femur is the most painful bone to break in his body. Oh, really? Yeah, the femur is the most, it's the hardest bone to break, so it's the most painful one to break. Um, God. And he's just like, let me just take, if he were to take enough drugs to, like, not feel it anymore like he does, like, Jaden would die because he'd be like, dad, dad, dad. And Will Smith would just be, like, passed out, like, drooling. Right. But she almost does. He fights it off. But he, like, almost dies a few times here. But I yes. said, even Will Smith is falling asleep in this movie. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Um, Daughter can't believe that people... Oh, this is in the flashback. Mm -hmm. The daughter can't believe that people killed whales back in the day. Cypher explains that people killed whales for, quote-unquote, the royal, and that they almost went extinct before, quote-unquote, the age of carbon fuels. Hey, Joe. He said their oil. Oh, I thought he said they killed him for the royal. (laughs) Like, like the royalty. Yeah. No, it's the stupid accent, though, but that's funny because it was like... Their voices made the choice that they made to have this voice, this like pan pan humanity accent, just makes everything sound like gibberish, like the royal. And By this is way, actually, yeah, I was the ending say, just makes a lot of sense now. But anyway, <laughs> this is going. the part. This is the part that I actually laughed out loud because he was like, "Where'd you get that book?" And she's like, "Oh, a boy, uh, a boy had it. He found it. He let me hold it." And Will Smith goes, "He let you hold on to what?" Right. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was whatever. I'm a uh, oh, I said, I said, just wait until she finds out what we did with rhino horns. <laughs> Joe, just wait till she finds out what we did with people. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so Katai then says, my suits turn black. I like it, but I think it's something bad. How does that work? It senses danger, but how? It's just a terror. I thought it sensed vibrations, so it could sense when something was near you, moving. But it didn't sense. No, it didn't. No, did it? It only senses bad things. How does it know? How does it, well, it know? It didn't sense the Ursa. How? Yes, it did. Oh, I thought it didn't, and that's why he was screwed. No, it sensed the Ursa at the end of the movie. That's why he was like, "Uh oh." But how does it know what lies in the hearts of men, Joe? How does it know the intent? This suit would be the most technologically advanced piece of equipment in this entire movie. In the history of the world. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. I just thought the line sucked. He's like, my suit's turned to black. I like it. But I think it's something. I'm like, why? Why? Why is this? Come up with a better line. Like This is, this is Jaden's. Why does he have uh, to say he likes it? This is Jaden's improv hour. Yeah, it is. He says he likes it because he wanted to say it, and his dad is in charge of the movie. Ah, there we go. That's why it's <laughs> exactly in the movie. What it is. Um, or they were going to try to sell these suits at uh, Toys R Us. <laughs> at JCPenney? Yeah. Well, for, like, kids, you know. It was going to have, like, some shitty, like, I don't know. It was going to turn black somehow and white somehow. It was going to be a su- Here's what it was going to be. It was going to be a suit that is not colored when you put it on. It's a costume. And then when you put it on, you're like the mugs that you, when you pour things into it, it turns black, your body heat turns it black. That's what it would have been. Yep. Yep. Uh, so, or maybe not. And we just came up with a marking opportunity. Call us. Will. seven years later, <laughs> seven we'll get years. this thing off the ground. 
Uh, Cypher explains it's the suit's motion sensors. Yep, there it is. Something is coming toward Katai, and it turns out it's a monkey. Mm -hmm. Um, Cypher tells Katai to stand down, so Katai hurls a rock at it and starts yelling at it. Absolutely brains this monkey. I laughed out loud so hard when he hit this monkey in the head with a rock. He said, this kid does not handle crisis well. No, he (laughs) wants to be a ranger, but... He, Will's like, just be calm. Everything will be okay. And he's like, huck a rock at the monkey. Got it. And yell at it. <laughs> and yell at it. Can you Got imagine, it. like, yeah, be, coming in to, into contact with, like, a wild ape. And then and, first thought is, let me huck a rock at its head. Yeah, just let me, screaming. This this planet that I was warned that everything here was uh, was going to be super aggressive. Let me just huck a rock at it. That'll be fine. That'll work yeah, out like well. Like evolve to kill humans. Yeah, that'll be fine. I mean, it won't be a problem. Um, which, by the way, why would it be evolved to kill humans when there are no more humans there? That's what I want to know. So anyway, uh, monkeys, the monkeys, they all start gathering and they start chucking rocks back at him because it turns out they have hands, too. And uh, they chase him through the forest. Uh, Katai crosses a river to get away and then keeps running, even though the monkeys didn't pursue. Um, and like Cypher's like, dude, do you can stop? Yeah, you can <laughs> stop. Running at nothing, away from nothing right now. I said, right about now, Cypher is starting to think he should have just dragged himself to the st- to the yeah. <laughs> Cypher's like, I could have done this so much easier and faster with no legs. Right. And this is um, where he acts. So in this whole movie, he has a flat affect, but he accidentally slips into Will Smith here. Because he yeah, goes, you are running from nothing. Yeah. And put my damn cutlass away. Uh, the damn cutlass. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. He accidentally slips into Will Smith there. That's right. Uh, Katai still won't calm down, so Cypher has him center himself by disrespecting our flag again, mm-hmm. and Katai's suit turns white. Wow, he cleansed himself of the Thetans by calming down. Yes. Allegedly, allegedly, supposedly, parody in the game, not real. Okay, right. continue. Uh, Cypher says, if you want to die today, that is fine, but you are not going to kill me. Great, uh, great pep talk for your child. Yeah, I said, Jesus Christ, that doesn't even make any sense. It's just mean. <laughs> and let's be clear here. If he dies, so does he, Will. So does Will. That's the point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's why it doesn't make any sense. Uh, Cypher finds a toxin in Katai's body. And Katai finds a leech on his hand. Um, but it's not exactly like a leech. It's kind of like kind of like a roly-poly almost. But It looks like a roly-poly slash like tadpole. Slash tadpole, yeah, a little slimier. Yeah. Um, the toxin makes it so he can't stand, and his face starts swelling. Uh, these kids with their allergies today. Anyway, I swear. you you think <laughs> you think this kid ate a gluten or something with the way that he's reacting? Right. Uh, Katai must administer a series of shots directly into his heart, all while getting yelled at for being terrified of a procedure that scared the shit out of three adult characters in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> That's what I was thinking of. It was a Pulp Fiction scene, yeah. But he's like, Will's like, just do it! <laughs> yeah, come on, don't be such do a baby. While the toxin, he's like, and he's not like scared. He's like, Dad, I'm not physically able to do this. I can't breathe. <laughs> like, he panics because he loses his vision. Like, that's reasonable. Yeah. And then and then he's like, Dad, I can't feel my hand because the toxin is coursing through my veins. And right. Will Smith is like, suck it up. Yeah, but let's move. Be- let's say nothing's happening. Someone tells you to stab something into your heart. Yeah, <laughs> like, you're, you're going to take a beat. You're going to take a sec to be like, 
Okay, where is it? What happens if I don't hit the heart? <laughs> yeah, what if I just hit a rib? Yeah, what happens here? Um, it's intense. That's why that worked in Pulp Fiction, because it scares the shit out of all of us. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, uh, I said, how the fuck do they have an... Here it is. How do they have an antitoxin for a creature they've never encountered before? Because they uh, send parties out to Earth to collect samples of the flora and fauna to create antitoxins for them. Yeah. See how hard Earth. Yeah, see how hard that was? Now here's the now let me take it to another level. How did they pack the right toxin? <laughs> oh, uh a wizard did it. Uh there we go. He's a witch. He's a witch, yeah. Kill him. Um Jeff, I have bad news and worse news. Here's the bad uh, news. <laughs> Will Smith's in this? Ty's still alive. <laughs> Here's the worst news. There's still an hour left in this movie. Yeah, buddy. Uh, Katai and Cypher reenact the collective reaction of every father-son combo when they went to see this movie. Katai says, hey, dad. Cypher says, hey. Katai says, that sucked. Cypher says, that is correct. That is correct. correct. Best line in the movie. That is correct. And I had the same thing. I said, did did they just watch this movie? Yeah. (laughs) Um. Cypher tells Katai to run to a hotspot while he performs an amateur... Because remember, he's been passed out for a while now. Yeah. Um, Actually, I didn't really say that. He's been, like, passed out on the ground after this anti-venom shot. Yeah, because Will's like, you gotta sleep to, you know, give this a chance to roll through you. your so, body to kind of work out the venom. Yeah. Um. So, but then he's got a rush. So basically, he tells Katai to run to the hotspot. Um, he says, show me that 10-mile... I don't know, whatever. It was, the, I, it was a, yeah, it was a, a, a callback to him saying that he ran the, the canyon faster than his dad. So he's like, why don't you show me? Yeah. Why don't you show me son? Yeah, uh, I call your bluff. Uh, anyway, this is all happening whilst Will performs an amateur blood diversion on his leg. He does. So what happened was we got so advanced in, in technology that we forgot how medicine works. So he's actually just doing a bloodletting. He's yeah. like a broken bone. It means I have too much blood in my body. I have to I have to bleed myself to make sure that my bone. Well, he's heals. not even bleeding it. He's he's connecting. It's a joke, Joe. Come on. Okay. <laughs> he's made, he's doing a self shunt, which is crazy, by the way. Yeah. Is that what it's called, a shunt? Yeah, it's when you when you uh like take an artery or a vein and you go around a blockage in it. Ah. It's a shunt. Yeah. I was looking for that term online. I could not find it, so I just used my own term. Um, Okay, pointless memory. This is where we get a pointless memory of his daughter trying to get him to blow blow out candles through a video chat. Um, Cypher isn't even fun at Zoom parties. No, yeah. They're like, Dad, blow out the candles. He's like, you know I can't do that. They're like, Dad, blow out the candles. It'll be fun. He's like, (laughs) (laughs) it's physically impossible for me to blow out those candles. You understand that, right? Like, this is how we started. Like, I think you can do it. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, all right, I will. I I will. No, he's like, you have your mother do it. The mother's like, that's right. I think you got this. And then, oh, surprise, it was a joke. But this scene this scene was to point out that he lived his life through he lived his daughter's life through a screen. And he didn't yeah. want to do and he has to reckon with that. Again, this the Scientology thing of dealing with his mem- bad memories because they're causing him present trauma. 
it's him having to reckon with the fact that he lived his daughter's life through a screen and he can't do that to 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 uh jaden to jaden right yeah. uh katai broke two of his inhalers this is where we find out after this memory um katai broke two of his inhalers lies to his dad about it who tracks his heart rate and knows that he's lying Mm-hmm. And they, they say these lines, it's very reminiscent of like two Star Trek computers talking to each other. Yeah. Jaden's getting more robotic as this movie goes on. Yeah. I think that's the whole, that's his journey is to become a mannequin. <laughs> it's to become just like his dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, Katai wakes his dad up in the middle of the night to have him tell him how he fights the Ursa. Mm-hmm. And this is where we get the long story uh, where Cypher Cypher tells the story about going for a jog one day and Ursa appears out of nowhere, stabs his shoulder and then drags him off a cliff and drowns him in a river um, or like drags him to the bottom of the river and attempt to drown him. Mm -hmm. Cypher accepts his death in this moment, which allows him to not be afraid, which then allows him to just take. He says it as, I didn't want that in there anymore. So he just yeah. takes the uh, pincer out. The pincer out, which they don't have pincers. They have claws. They don't have pincers. That's right. <laughs> he doesn't have a pincer. Because we see later he has like four claws. finger, three finger claws. Yeah, there's no pincers on this thing. Like I was picturing them to have like lobster claws. Yeah, well, the way he explains it's more like mantis claws. But yeah. they don't. They have yeah, they like. Don't. Yeah, they're, they're, they're claws. They're not claws. pincers right we don't know this at this point but like by the end we do yeah um so then we get a knockoff fdr speech yeah the whole fear fear isn't real joe this is where i want to have a diversion okay okay because i want to just read this 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 speech for you okay? okay fear is not real the only place that fear can exist is in our thoughts of the future it is a product of our imagination causing us to fear things that do not at present and may not ever exist. That is near insanity, Katai. Do not misunderstand me. Danger is very real, but fear is a choice. We are all telling ourselves a story, and that day, mine changed. Going alongside the classic movie quotes of do or do not, there is no try. Every man dies, but no man ever really lives. Great men are not born great, they grow great. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop around and look or stop and look around every once in a while, you could miss it. The past can hurt, but you can either run from it or learn from it. See how those are like Concise. And hands, <laughs> and yeah. And this is supposed to be their money quote. And it's five sentences. Yeah. If they tried to whittle it down, it's basically fear is not real. Yeah. It's basically it's sure. you have nothing to fear but fear itself. But it, it, it's but just they, you're right. They drag it on and on and on and on yeah and it's and it's the way that they shot this too you could tell that this was supposed to be like their money moment where will gets through to Jaden. but it's just this it falls so flat because it's so long and it's like yeah. you think about the inspirational quotes i skipped it because it's not a movie quote but like one of the most inspirational things that people rally around is in uh friday night lights uh clear eyes full hearts can't lose it's yeah. six words yeah <laughs> you know if he had just said fear is not real once you accept that your powers are limitless boom done 
And there have been long speeches that have really had impact because they had a lot of great lines in them. But this is just Will saying the same thing over and over again. Like, I, I think, like, the Friday, not Friday Night Lights, um, uh, Any Given Sunday speech at the end by Pacino. It's like, people love that speech. Yeah. But it's because there's, like, five or six great nuggets in there. And the whole thing ties together really well. This is just Will saying the same fucking, it's, we get it. Fear yeah. isn't real. You can stop there. There's only one good long speech in the history of, of movies. Sorry, Joe. Any given Sunday. No. What were you gonna say? The only good speech starts off good morning. In less than an hour, aircraft from here will join others from around the world. Oh, and we'll okay. be launching the largest aerial say. battle in the history of mankind. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, Bill my, Pullman. My fourth of July t- tradition is to watch Independence Day, and by the time I get to that spot, I am drunk enough to mumble my way through that <laughs> along with the movie. <laughs> Nice. Uh, so Katai then finds a monkey paw and stupidly doesn't wish to be closer to the beacon and for Ursus not to exist. Well, Joe, what would happen would be like something worse than Ursus would happen and the beacon would be broken. Right. That's true. <laughs> oh, you you know what actually happened? He was what? he actually when he got the monkey paw, he's like, I wish I was more like my dad. And then that's what's happening. Yeah, he becomes more like his dad in the movie. Yeah. But not in real life. Yeah. Um, so since barrel, quote, the quote, barrel of monkeys means to have a lot of fun, then a pile of dead monkeys is the perfect visual analogy for this movie. I almost spit out my drink because that's. <laughs> yeah, this movie's a real pile of monkeys. This <laughs> is a pile of headless monkeys. Um,. Could have also uh, gone with just a pile of buffalo shit. Like, just the after effect of that buffalo stampede. Yeah, like, he comes across that. And then Ian Malcolm comes out of nowhere. Like, yeah. That's a Wait, big Ian Malcolm? Shit. That's uh, in, uh, Jurassic Park. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, uh, This movie is 20% setup, 5% payoff, and 75% Jaden hiking. 70% Jaden hiking, 5% Jaden emoting. Or trying, <laughs> trying to emote, or trying to emote less. That's the whole point, right? It's just, he wants to emote less, but he can't pull it off. Yeah. Yeah. So it, that's interesting because, like, the character he's trying to do is someone being emotional, but him as a person is not a deep person. So he's no, like, he's not. Has to take himself to a different place to be human, and then by the end, it's just him. Yeah, I'm pretty sure everybody's familiar with Jaden Smith. But Jade, he's actually kind of cool now that he's grown he? up. He does this thing where he um he sells water made out of 100% recycled cardboard instead of plastic. And 100% of the proceeds go to giving water to, like, uh, poor villages in Africa. So okay. he's actually got to come around a little bit. He's got a really cool thing going on. But at this point in time, he's the physical embodiment of that real eyes, real lies, real lies. He's the physical embodiment of that phrase at this yeah. point in his life well he this is, is insufferable also, yeah this is also like a few years before he even starts doing twitter yeah insanity yeah like just the most insane twitter stuff since our president before our president before our president yeah um so yes uh katai continues to be a shitty liar cypher finally asks to see the oh, i'm inhalers. sorry i'm sorry donald trump just so everybody knows who the president is, in case you're not. Oh, familiar. at this point I, in time. Yes. I, I don't want to disparage anybody... a good president that well, might I come after. 
I didn't need anybody to like have to like pause and look up like Google like who's the president of the United States. I just wanted to make sure we're giving the people the information, Joe. Oh, I see. But again, this could be in the future. We, yeah, we might true. have an awesome president by then. Who knows? Uh, I don't know about that. It's not trending in the right direction. So I was going to say this. This is going to be after 2024, is what you're saying. <laughs> uh, so Cipher determines that Katai would have would have to sky jump. Oh, no, wait, wait. Katai continues to, to lie. Cypher finally calls him on that bluff and asks to see the inhalers. And then he discovers that Katai's been lying and he only has a couple of inhalers left. Um, then Cypher determines that the only way to make it to the tail would be to do a sky jump um, to save some time. But instead, he calls the mission off so they can both die together in the ship, I guess. So dumb. Uh, Katai remembers when his sister ordered him to stay hidden from Ursa. So this time he's not taking orders. Um, <laughs> is Jaden Smith going through puberty at 15? Super embarrassing. Yeah. Awkward dude. Real awkward, man. This is when he's like trying to yell and it's, you, you know, when a puberty kid tries to yell, he's not a coward, Joe. Yeah. It gets like really gravelly. Cause they can't, yeah, they can't get to the like upper register. Cause then, uh, yeah, it's very just like, Rah! but it starts to crack. Like you can hear it crack. It's like, oh, God, that's the best take they had is him like cracking a bunch of times in his voice. Um, He argues with his dad and then jumps off a cliff. Typical Zoomer. Oh, uh, if I had a nickel for every time a Zoomer jumped off a cliff, I yep. wish I would have a pile of nickels. <laughs> I wish. Um, Cypher shits on his son for not saving his daughter while being nine years old. Very weird. <laughs> he was like, yeah. What do you like, think? But he does that thing that like dads do sometimes where they're like, well, what do you think you should have done? Do you think you made the best decision there? He was all. So Jaden Smith was like, dad, please tell me that my sister dying was not my fault. Like this has racked me with guilt for years. And, yep. and Will Smith is like, well, if you don't think you're responsible for your sister's death, I guess that's all that matters. Doesn't really matter what I think, now, it's, does it? It's like, it always matters, you lunatic. <laughs> other than saying, I mean, even saying, Jaden, you killed your sister, is a better response than that. Totally. It's, it's closure. It's not like you, It's closure. Yeah. And, and Will Smith going, well, I get, it doesn't matter what I think. It only matters if you that's like a, the boss thing where you go home and your boss is like, well, as long as you I forget what show it was on. He's like, well, if you think you put in a full day's work, I guess Dude, that's all that matters. That and you're just like, that no, like that no. is that is serious father psychological warfare. Anytime you hear that's like straight. That's what bad parents do. It's just yeah. what bad parents do. I had a supervisor that was like, um, you know, did you get to all this stuff when I was leaving? And I was like, no, no, I ran out of time. And they're like, okay, if you think you want to leave that till tomorrow. And I'm like, mm. right. Mm. Or like, you think you could have? Yeah. What do you think you could have done to, to have gotten to it in time? <sighs> really uh, working and, some stuff out here. Yeah. Anyway, Giant Hawk shows up and he chases Katai. Uh, he has to dive. Katai has to dive to get away. Um, but the hawk catches up and grabs him with his beak, um, which would be the end of Katai. <laughs> yeah, Katai would be dead. This is a big, like, a condor thing. With a gigantic beak that would just cut him in half, basically. Yeah, he'd be dead. 
Um, Katai wakes up to a baby bird trying to make out with him, but then slaps it away. I think the bird's good. I was so excited. I was like, vomit in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was happening. The whole thing we were thinking about was happening. Yeah. Um, Katai discovers lions descending on the nest, uh, tosses one lion out of the tree while the hawk takes care of the other two, and then tricks one into falling through a soft spot in the nest. Um, but then all the baby birds are dead. They've all fallen out of the nest. Yeah, dude, this was the only time I felt any emotion in this whole movie. Baby was birds? I, I felt bad for because the, the bird is like, is like trying to like move the baby and be like, are you alive? Like, are you alive? like, yeah, I had, I had it. So when I was a kid, we had two dogs and one was much older than the other one. And she passed away at night. And then the next morning, the, the younger dog was like sniffing at her and like poking at her, like trying yeah. to get her to move. And um, it just, it was just like, this was the, the only emotion I felt in this entire movie was this CGI bird being sad that his babies died. Like that was literally the enti- the only time I was not furious that I was watching this movie. I think I would have felt sadder if I, could get past trying to think how they all died well they they some fell out of the nest some got stomped by the the tiger thing some got picked up by the tiger things in their mouth but they were all kind of doing okay in the net i guess they fell through the hole like some of them like when he hit that hole some of them like waddled off fell fell off of it but here's the other problem too and this bird is a better parent than will smith is yes that's horrifying. Yeah. CGI bird. Yeah, that's uh, that's your point? That's my yeah, point. It's pretty got... straightforward. He, the, the hawk cares, and yeah. Will could give a shit. Um, more body trees is what we get next, yep. um, which is an and Ursa this... signature seven years after 300. Dude, but this is, I immediately was like, I immediately was like, oh, he can't see Jaden coming. This is so he can smell him coming. And then we find out later in the movie, I was like, Nailed it. Nailed it. I I didn't even read the 300-page Bible for this movie. Look at you. Yeah, Yeah. but I will. Don't you worry. (laughs) Uh, Katai discovers some pigs, cave paintings, and a snake with legs, I think. I got so mad at this part, Joe. It has legs. It flies. It It propels itself from across the cave wall. Yeah. And then eats a rat, I think. Yeah. Joe, this this I got so mad at this because this this sorry, I just breathe really loud into the mic. This cave where he is is a famous cave. Oh. It's a it's like one of the first cave the oldest cave drawings. So it's like the history of like he's back to like the beginning of mankind. And then mm-hmm. the snake is obviously supposed to be the snake from the Bible. Is it? <laughs> yes, Joe. It's obviously okay. the snake from the Bible, and it just made okay. me so mad because it's so ham-fisted that he. So he, his communicator broke. He's got no. He doesn't have his cutlass anymore. He's got no technology. He is mankind in its purest, rawest form. He is the mankind okay. of the Bible. He is the mankind of this cave drawing, and he has to do this without technology. It was supposed to be a metaphor, and it was so ham-fisted. It made me really mad. It, it's ham-fisted and it's sloppy because there's really, like, in in the Bible, in the story of Adam and Eve, God is, the whole point of the snake is, is it's an antithesis to God. But there's really no God 
giving orders unless you count Will as God giving the orders. Yeah, I don't know, but I just got really distracted because you know how like Star Trek has like websites where it's all the like lore and everything. There's a wiki for it. Uh-huh. Joe, there's an After Earth wiki. <laughs> Unnecessary. Because I was looking up to see if they talked about this being an allegory. <sighs> so mad. Yeah. This part, uh, this part actually made me mad. Right. So, um, yeah, that. Oh, I'm on to the next page. Look at that. Uh, when did Katai get to the Earth's core? Why is there lava everywhere? Oh, um, tectonics. How did he get that deep? That's pretty deep, right? In the Earth? Joe, tectonics, you know. <laughs> he just, like, crawls into a cave and there's lava there. I'm like, what is going... Like, how did this happen so fast? What part of tectonics is so hard to understand? It's it's difficult. <laughs> um, Cypher then leaves... An awkward message for his wife about losing their son. Dude, so Seems funny. Seems like he could have just died without her being any the wiser. <laughs> God, Joe, this was so funny because it was like the um, the the neutral aliens. Do you remember the neutral aliens in Futurama? Where he's like, yeah. if I don't make it through this, tell my wife I said hello. hello. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. he's like, this is <laughs> like, he's like, I'm going to send a message to my wife. Here's what he says. Faia, I have lost contact with our son end message (laughs) (laughs) that's a tough way to learn that huh (laughs) oh god it's it's just like so and it's okay see the thing is i would be like this is such a miscarriage of justice to who will smith is as an actor but this was all his plan this was all his idea to take one of the most charismatic actors in the history of hollywood He's doing it to himself. It's not and really he's doing justice. it to himself. And it's like I would be mad at the producer, but it's like oh, it's Will Smith. Right. Like think mm, he's one of the most well, charismatic actors of all time and this is what he does. He he's like this is my magnum opus. This is my dream movie. I'm going to have a flat affect the whole time. Well, he was kind of split it feels like during this movie. He's torn between like is this going to be my magnum opus or is this going to be Jaden's tour yeah. de force? And it just didn't work either way. Like, maybe that's why he played himself down so much is so it would make Jaden shine a little more. I don't know, but it didn't work. Um, Again, also, like I said, he didn't have to send that message. They'd just both be dead. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, she doesn't have to know that he screwed up. he fucked up. (laughs) Um, So Katai starts drawing a map on the wall with all the important details. The nest, the hog hole... Did all this shit actually show up on the nanobot map? Of course it didn't. So what the fuck is he drawing? <laughs> uh, I was just very excited. I wrote in capital letters that took up like three lines and I underlined it. Hog hole. <laughs> I was just hog very hole. excited for the phrase <laughs> hog hole. But it's like, what is his, I'm trying to follow his brain here. Like, is it, what's the point of this map exactly? That like, he's, how would he be able to measure the, the, the area between the hog hole and the nest and the. So my best guess is something in ranger school allowed him to like, if something is this long, takes you this long to walk, you know, you have to know you're out. Uh, he's passed out for whole periods of time here. It's not really like there's a set timeline. That's true. That's um, true. But yeah, it, I thought that was interesting. Uh, Katai thinks the hawk is hunting him 
because apparently birds have the capacity for revenge on this planet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Katai takes his final inhaler, makes a raft, and passes out, which seems like a bad use of that last... It really is. He's like, all right, this is my last push. Let me just... All right, time to take a nap. Just chill a little bit. <laughs> um, not sure how this is faster or keeps him hidden from the hawk. Yeah, he just kind of is just like out in the... He's like, let me just slowly go down, you know. Yeah, the hawk out. was like stalking him be like, are you serious? Yeah, he's <laughs> like, this, this is it? Oh, and this uh, is... Is this where he said, uh, screams to leave him alone? He goes, leave me alone! Yes, yeah, he yells that. At the acting teacher just off screen. <laughs> of course. Um, this, is, this is also where Katai's dead sister shows up to yeah. wake him up. Uh, apparently annoying people while they're sleeping is a family trait. Um, yeah. Because we saw Jaden do that earlier. With his, he's what? like, Dad, Dad. It's like 3 a.m. Dad, Dad. Dad, Dad, check out this rock I found. Dad. I'm reading Moby Dick. Did I tell you that, Dad? <laughs> I ran I, I ran the thing faster than you. Did I tell you that, Dad? Oh, yeah, I did tell you that, Dad. Do you want to know how much faster, Dad? Yeah, dad. 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 Uh, so Katai says, why couldn't you ghost? I said, she's doing a pretty solid job of it right now. Because <laughs> she's dead. Yeah, um, she's pretty ghost. But wait, hold on. She, wait. He says... Why couldn't you ghost? And she says, you're close right now. She went to the Han school of answering questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't tell. Is he close to being able to ghost? Is he close to the tail? Yeah, this is a real roundabout question. Yeah, she went to the Han, yeah, the Han school of answering questions. Uh, Katai's dead sister tries to wake him up while he fucks around reciting Moby Dick lines. Yeah, then it turns into... Then turns into a demon to get the message across. Yeah, I wrote zombie sister, and then I went, oh, real zombie sister, never mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Katai wakes up and realizes the frost is setting in. Starts searching for a hot spot, but the suit goes white, and he collapses. Then someone saves him and drags him to a shelter. Wait! He could have just covered himself with leaves this whole time? Why wasn't he doing that? Yeah, he chose to die instead. Yeah, dude, no, why does he have to go to hot spots? <laughs> All he has to do is, like, put leaves yeah. and branches on himself. Yeah, if Will had been, like, just build a shelter. Like, every night, yeah. like, this is part of your ranger training, build a shelter. Yeah, it seems, it's goofy. Unless um, the bird... Because the bird dies. Okay, the bird sacrifices. It turns out it was the bird. Yeah. We didn't know that until he gets back out and we see the big dead hawk next to the little shelter he Well, made. it was on top of the shelter. So I think that's why it wouldn't have worked. Because the bird enveloped oh, the, the bird shelter. Okay. Yeah. So the bird put him, put him, put all this stuff, you know, like it built a little nest around him. And then it put itself on top of it to sacrifice itself because it, it's... Like, the bird paying back for him trying to save the babies. And the bird yeah, has so, nothing left to live for because the babies are dead, blah, blah, blah. So that leads me to my next question. How did the hawk know Katai didn't just kick the baby birds out of the nest? <laughs> like, yeah, doesn't that make actually, more sense that's than true. the lions doing that? Lions would have eaten them, but they wouldn't have just tossed them out of the nest. That's true, because this is for, you have to look at this from the hawk's perspective. Hawk catches this guy. Guy is in the, knows nothing of humans. Right. 
Guy is in his nest. Tigers come into nest. Guy fights tigers, okay, because the tigers are trying to kill the guy, and then all the baby birds are dead. Yeah. So the eagle has no idea if the tigers killed him, if he killed him. Like the but the eagle knows. Well, it's the I'm gonna say hawk. The hawk knows what lions do to baby birds. That's true. He doesn't yeah, know true. what a human being does. <laughs> like the the lion would eat the birds, not throw it out of the nest. So it makes a lot more sense that it would have been Jaden that did this stuff. Okay, um, Joe, according to the After Earth Wiki, it's a condor. <laughs> we were both wrong. Um, so I just, Kai, it's so stupid that there's an After Earth Wiki that I can look this it, up on. It's pointless. It's what the world doesn't need right now. Katai is running out of breath uh, right when he finds the tail wreckage. Um, also, he finds some more inhalers and a new spear. So he's a very lucky boy. I said he found the checkpoint and the store in the video game. That's right. Yeah. Uh, find. Oh, he finds the spore cage and it's bursted wide open. Well, of uh, course. So the earth is loose. So remember in Guns Akimbo, they're like, didn't you learn anything from video games? If you find if you if you follow enemies, you're going in the right direction. Right. If you find a cache of, of items and a save point. Boss level starting, baby. Boss level tap. That's right. Yeah. That is hundred percent right. You gotta you so, gotta stock up. Yeah. So he got you know, he 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 got new gear, he uh got his uh his med kit and mm-hmm. uh dude And he dude. found the broken beacon or the yeah. beacon it's it's not broken, but it can't work at such a low altitude. So yeah, that was here the final drive. Yeah, so he gets yeah, he gets all the stuff and then he gets the key item that he's gotta take to so yeah, once he beats the boss, he can use the key item. So yeah, this is just video game right here, baby. That's right. Uh, Cipher hates reminiscing about his son as a toddler. He hates it. He's like, he no. Much. <laughs> oh yeah, um, he's like, he was like, no. <clears throat> no. <laughs> it's such a weird reaction to having like a fond memory of his son. Yeah. Uh, Katai finds the beacon, mm-hmm. as we said before. Katai calls Cipher to let him know he's okay. But Katai can't hear him because uh, – can't hear Cypher responding because of the interference. In the atmosphere. And this is where he runs into Anna Lucia, Bernard, Libby, and Mr. Echo. Those are the people from the tail section in Lost. <laughs> oh, okay. There you go. Anna Lucia played by uh, Reactionary's favorite, Michelle Rodriguez. Michelle Rodriguez was in <laughs> Lost? I yeah. Didn't know that. Wow, I gotta go back and watch that again. Uh, no, I don't. The beacon won't work at such a low altitude. So Katai throws a temper tantrum mm-hmm. and starts hitting wreckage with his spear. Yeah. E- either that or Jaden just found out he's not getting another two movies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They found out this isn't going to be a franchise. And this is where we Will Smith is like, Jaden. And he can't oh. hear me. Jaden, yeah, go for it. Cypher yeah. psychic links with Katai at this point. Yeah. And reminds him to disrespect the flag mm-hmm. while hordes of Antifa burn American flags inside of some sort of mountain like compound. Yes. And and but he says that he's in a black zone. Which yes. I, I learned about this. We call it redlining. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> 
That's right. I wasn't going to go there. I could have done that with a suit turning white and black. I chose not to. This is a classy podcast. Don't forget that. Oh, boy. I'm just um, pointing out societal ills, Joe. That's that's you're just pointing out what's happening. Yeah. Don't shoot. So, don't, don't be Sparta. Don't kill the messenger. OK. Uh, oh, I said this movie should have been called after patriotism. <laughs> It's <laughs> all the kneeling because <laughs> he hates the flag. He hates America. Um, Katai has to go to the top of a mountain to fire this beacon. Yeah. So uh, he's got to go climb the Dianetics volcano. That's right. Katai is still scared of dead bodies, despite ample exposure at this point. <laughs> yeah, he's he's seen almost as many dead bodies as he's seen like living creatures because he just he's- keeps running into them. Yeah, he's probably seen as many dead bodies as, like, your standard Gulf War veteran. <laughs> That's true. Um, Katai, oh, yeah, I said that. His sweat pheromones attract the Ursa. Mm-hmm. No worries, he'll run toward the lava. Ursa, Ursa won't follow him in there. Yeah. There's nothing stupid enough to run toward lava. <laughs> Except Jaden. But we skipped where Will Smith treated him like a dog. Because he was like, good boy. He was like, good boy. Good boy. Good boy. You want a treat? You want a treat? Joe, it was at this moment. I was like, this ship crash landed two days ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. Will Smith has two broken legs and has been by himself for two days. Oh, my God. You're right. Has he been pooping and peeing what? on himself for two days? <laughs> yeah. Where's he going? Great point. Where the fuck is he going to the bathroom? <laughs> He's got two broken legs. Oh, my God. Oh, he probably smells horrific. <laughs> yeah, when they rescue him at the end of the movie, they're just like, oh. Like, they're doing the surgery on him. They're like, oh, man, somebody hose this guy down. <laughs> yeah, well, because they could probably get to him, like, a day later. So it's really, like, three days worth yeah, of this. just sitting in his own fecal matter for three days. Just remember oh, that for the rest God. of the movie. He's been sitting on for two days. You'll never look at Will the same again. Uh, no wonder. Because he does have that look the whole movie like someone shit their pants. Where they're just, like, <laughs> just kind of like... <laughs> like... Like trying to have conversations and human interactions, but are just like, just don't notice. Nobody notice. No one no, notice anything. Nobody take a big whiff, please. <laughs> um... Yes. So Katai, uh, oh, where is this? Yeah. Katai has to cl- climb the crag now from Guts and, uh, and so they, hides... they went to Mo. He went Mo? to Mo. Yeah. You know that? Yep. Where he's like, and now let's go to the leaderboard. Mo. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is, again, seventh grade fucking decorations here it's just spray painted styrofoam cubes <laughs> that's what, this that's what it like. is yeah um katai tries to oh the ursa finds him and chases him through this cave that he hides in katai tries to hide underwater ursa won't go there except in the one story he's been told about them <laughs> i was gonna say well <laughs> i put in my notes well he's certainly safe now yeah, he he paid attention. Yeah, he was listening. <laughs> um, this movie's so boring that even Will can't keep his eyes open during the part where a monster tries to kill his son. <laughs> yeah, Will Smith's just like, nah. He, maybe that he, he goes, mm, mm-mm, 
No. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Um, Kataya emerges from the water and starts climbing up the cave wall. Then the Ursa emerges from the water and narrowly misses uh, biting at his feet. Um, Katai reaches the top of the mountain, frantically tries to signal with the beacon, but the Ursa interrupts him and knocks that beacon away. And mm-hmm. we get our final boss battle. But it's not even much of a battle here. I'm doing boss battle music. Okay. You won't have to do it very long because really what happens here is the Ursa just knocks Jaden in the chest really hard and he falls down and struggles to breathe. And then he kind of crawls over him to get ready for the death blow. But then Katai remembers his sister getting tossed around like a rag doll and his father's unpatriotic advice and starts ghosting. Yep. He he turns invisible to this to this uh, alien. He, complete, he completes his uh, hero's journey to becoming a mannequin. Yeah. So Joe, real quick, this movie is full of ham-fisted metaphors, and I just wanted to say, sorry, I'm really on a metaphor kick this week. I I was able to write a whole screed. I don't know if you saw about how uh, "Story of a Girl" by Nine Days and "Lucky" by Britney Spears are about the same person. No, I didn't know that. You wrote this for your your website? No, just. It was in my head, so I put it out, put it out on Facebook so people could see my insanity. Oh, okay. So I've been really been in an analyzing mood this week, and so Will or Jaden runs from his problems, his fears, his memories. That's him running into the volcano away from the Ursa. Only mm-hmm. when he stops and faces his fears, his memories, his enemies, does he succeed. It's another Scientology thing of him. The only way to survive is to process your past because it causes present trauma because his present trauma stopped when he processed his past so this is another scientology allegedly metaphorically potentially theoretically propaganda piece this is great i'm getting a front row seat to your um first moments uh the infancy of your path to becoming a life coach Joe, wait next week. I'll have it scrawled all over the walls. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, yeah. I was going to say, I'll either become a life coach or have uh, what my college roommates called a crazy room, which is the room (laughs) where where it's the newspaper clippings all over the wall. Right, with a bunch of string. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll either coach or have a crazy room. Right, yeah. Yeah, by the time this lockdown's over, I'll come in and be like, what the fuck has been happening here? Um, by the way, if you really like like analogies and like uh, symbolism and stuff like that, go treat yourself to Magnolia, which is a three hour movie of just all symbolism, basically. Perfect. I love it. It'll be like I'm back in uh, uh, high school. Talk yes. a little orange drink, lemon drink. A little orange drink, lemon drink, man. little good touch, bad touch. Uh, <laughs> Katai remembers his sister getting tossed around like the rag doll and all that stuff. And he starts ghosting. Uh, he grabs a spear. Cuts one of the legs off. Of, remember, this is like the battle they've been fucking building toward. This all happens within like two minutes, maybe. And the, the thing is, too, is it's there's no tension in this battle. As soon as None. he starts ghosting, he well, just there's no stakes. Over, yeah, he just works over this Ursa. Nothing's at stake here because, yeah, can't see him. Yeah. So he just like cuts its leg off. And then jumps on its back and stabs it in the neck, separates that spear into two, stabs it in the neck and stabs at it a few times. It's He's like changing the blades while it's in its neck. Yeah. Like push it up a little bit. 
yeah, to tear it apart inside, do the uh, the whole like uh, Egyptian mummy thing, swirl it around in there. Yeah, and it starts to like walk toward the cliff to like drag him off, mm-hmm. but he kills it right on the cliff's edge. And then he runs, gets the beacon, activates it, and we're saved. Uh, the rescue crew comes and saves Cipher uh, in his ship, which smells awful, probably. And it smells like could- poop. Smells like a lot of poop. Poop and pee. And then Katai also makes it out of there somehow. Uh, Cypher shoves the doctor aside. Yeah, so now they're in, like, the rescue ship. They're in the rescue ship, yeah. But (laughs) uh, Will does this, like, (laughs) like, 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 intern. It's like she was an intern. Yeah. like, just moves her aside so you can get a... This doctor who's presumably saving his life. Like, she could be given, like, a blood infusion. And he's, like, out of the way. Out of the way. I need to see my son. Yeah, yeah. Move. (laughs) Silence. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. The doctor... Oh, he has the doctor stand him up so he can salute his son, which is a... uh, An ode to that very awkward scene at the beginning. I just wrote these... I wrote these dudes love standing. They just love standing. It's a good reminder that, like... When you have a guy like M. Night Shyamalan who does know how to – has directed good movies in the past, anytime you see something thrown in like this, like that scene at the beginning with that one-legged guy, yeah. that's going to be a callback. It's going to happen later. That's what this taught me. It's like like I'm going to start looking for that in bad movies made by directors who have done good things because if I'm just talking about like a curiosity film, it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to go back to it at all. Yeah, but don't forget in the middle of um of uh, Karate Cop there was the good scene with Carradine. So it was like he did was like, all right, this is how we do it in good yeah. movies. I chalk that up to the actors themselves, not the yeah. actual. No, actors. that's what I'm saying is is like just the input of people who actually have experience making good movies can you can have something that vaguely resembles a good movie in the middle of a bad movie. Easily. So in this one, it's the callback to like I was talking about at the beginning. This is oh, I was gonna say this is a bad move. This callback thing, it just it oh, doesn't. It, it's just kind of mad to me. No, but I'm but you were saying it's like the signature of like somebody who's good in the middle of a bad. Just trying to you know oh, make chicken, chicken salad out of. Chicken I was chicken. trying to say yeah, it's it's the signature of a director that knows what he's doing, but it's a bad director. Like this oh, okay. is. This stands out as kind of like, ugh. when you think about it, you're like, really? That's why they had that first scene? Just so they could have Will saluting his son at the end? Well, I mean, I already that was already my point. It was like, why is he he's 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 the point of this scene. OK, so you can understand M. Night Shyamalan's thought process is this is because they had the whole fight. You're not a ranger. You know that he's telling his son he's not a ranger. But in saluting him, he tells him he is a ranger. Okay, but we already talked about the only reason he wants to be a ranger is because he wants his dad's love. So don't tell him he's a ranger now. Treat him like your son. You know, it's just like, yeah, it's 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 yeah, you're you're like you can see what he wanted to do because. But it's not real enough. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's ham fisted. Everything in this movie is so ham fisted and unrelatable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, By the way, talking about cramming some things in the end that are callbacks. uh. Hoggle? did not realize this until I realized what the hell was going on. Spaceship flies off and it is surrounded by whales. Oh, um, God. Which is clearly a metaphor for how much this movie blows. Hey, and 
what I was looking for with the whales was I was like, how are these weird space whales? Because everything is a weird future version. Two blowholes. Oh, did they have two blowholes? Yeah, when you see them blow, because I was like, why are they showing so many blow things? It was because there was two two spouts, which so is got... doesn't work physically, right? No, it would just no. go out the first one. <laughs> yeah, this movie does a lot of stuff where it's like, okay, so things have been set for tens of thousands of years, but in a thousand years they're going to get drastically different. Like whales have looked like whales since like dinosaurs were around almost. Right. So it's like they haven't changed in millions of years, yeah. but in a thousand years, they're going to grow a second blowhole. Zero <laughs> points to growing a second blowhole. But also I realize now that that has to do with that fucking conversation he had with his daughter about whales being on the bridge, on the verge of extinction. Oh yeah, that's right. Cause now so they're gets, everywhere. Now they're everywhere. Cause it's better. Cause the earth is healing, Joe. The earth it's is just healing. crap. The twist Will Smith wrote this, as I said before. It's one of three writing credits on his IMDb page. And it's uh, the last writing credit on his oh IMDb. Oh, no, poor Will. Yeah, that's a bad thing. This, this actually kind of makes me feel bad that it did so poorly because, like, Will Smith is, like, like I said, he's one of the most charismatic actors of all time. You can't help but like Will Smith. He, he's an American icon, I would say. <laughs> yeah, and he just ate it on this one. So, yeah. To the point where he's like, he, you read interviews about this, and he's like embarrassed it was so bad. And so you feel bad for him, but at the same time, you did this to yourself, you know? He totally did it to himself. And it's 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 funny because, like, I don't know what M. Night Shyamalan had made to this point. Was this his fourth film or, like... No, this was way later. Remember we talked about right... it? Okay, yeah, no, this was after he'd already sucked a bit. Like, he'd already done Lady in the Water. Did he do Last Airbender? Yeah, let's see. Um, so at this point, he after Earth, yeah, he's only done Glass, Split, and some The Visit and some shows since this. Okay, so this was the movie that ended his career for a pretty, bit. Pretty much, yeah. Because he, um, and I had always thought that that was Lady in the Water, but it turns out that this came after that. You're saying? Lady in the Water was before The Last Airbender. Oh, you're right. I had thought Last Airbender had wrecked his career. Because then he got, boy, that is a rough stretch. Lady in the Water, The Happening, Last Airbender, and After Earth. I mean, I've holy been... shit. So w before we record, I always listen back to the pre-action. And at the end of the pre-action, we had a thing where I was like, Joe, he hasn't, you know, it's not been nine movies. Nine films. And the more I've been thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, he's at like a three to one bad movie to good movie ratio at this point. I, I mean, I would even say like, like, remember, I was shitting on Split um, and Glass, obviously. But those movies are competent compared to that stretch. That might be the worst stretch of movies any director's ever done. Joe, The Happening is one of the worst movies of all time. It is one of the worst movies of all time. I want to do it on this podcast, but it doesn't have enough action. Oh, it doesn't. You're right. I was going to say but we have Maybe we just movie. make an exception because that is the worst movie maybe ever made. And I saw that in theaters. Joe, the bad guys are is pollen. <laughs> I was laughing. Me and this girl went and we were very excited to go and see this movie together. And I think I was even trying to like like hook up with her. Yeah. By five minutes into the movie, we could couldn't care about anything but the movie. 
It was so absurd. We were waiting for the next absurd thing. We were like laughing maniacally and we weren't supposed to be. Yeah, it's it's a Marky next... Mark. Oh God, Marky Mark. Marky Mark would uh, he 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 keeps talking about how he would stop 9/11, but he couldn't even stop flowers, man. Right. <laughs> By the way, very telling. We're no no longer talking about after. This movie's god awful, Joe. That. I hate it so much. I'm I'm done with it. I'm sick and tired of it. I'm so glad that there wasn't a sequel because if we did this movie and there was a sequel, we would 100% do the sequel. Yes, and I can't imagine it would have been as fun to watch these two struggle. I mean, Jaden. Jaden was like a fucking kindergartner thrown in a pool, struggling to keep his head above water. That that's the best analogy I have for him acting in this movie. He he was trying, I think, but he he just couldn't do it. He just wasn't made for it. Yeah, it's true. I mean, yeah, he's just he's he's trying to do the family business, and he is just not not cut out for it at it's all. Fredo, man, he's Fredo he, Smith. He is. He's Fredo, but he's his only son, so I. Uh, uh. That's a bad Michael. That's a bad <laughs> bloodline, Joe. That's a bad bloodline. So we are done with After Earth, Joe. Yes. We are leaving Earth behind. Finally. We're gonna go to a different planet. Yes. Africa. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Next week's movie is now, Jeff. Jeff, yes. will there be ape-like creatures? <laughs> there will be ape-like creatures, and Joe, they can use sign language, but oh, only yeah. the good ones. There's also evil uh, gorillas who cannot use sign language. Only the Coco tribe. Only Coco. Only the one who gets drunk on a plane. <laughs> if you haven't figured it out yet, next week we're doing Michael Crichton's classic film, Congo. His follow-up to Jurassic Park. <laughs> if you don't know what Congo is, it, it let me do the IMDb description for you real quick. When an expedition to the African Congo ends in disaster, a new team is assembled to find out what went wrong. Joe, that undersells this movie so hard. It does. It's not nearly enough. It's not. You could think it's like some Heart of Darkness movie, something like that. No. If you haven't seen Congo, do yourself a favor. Watch Congo. This movie is insane. I or love listen it. to our podcast. Or listen to our podcast. So, next week's movie, Congo. So thanks for listening, everybody. This has been the Reactionaries Podcast. If you like what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe on your podcast app of choice. If you didn't like what you heard, just subscribe. Like I said, next week we'll be back for our 17th movie, Congo. So for Joe, this is Jeff. Take care. And um, remember, fear isn't real. Fear of bad movies is. And kneeling is a choice. Take a knee my ass. I'll never take a knee. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. I'll stand and place my hand upon my heart every time her anthem plays. And when I see somebody on TV take their stand on bended knee, whether it's on AstroTurf or grass I think of those whose freedom was not free And I say, take a knee, my ass I'll stand up for the flag Take off my hat for old glory Thank God I don't live in the home 
Valley Forge to Vietnam, 9-11 to Afghanistan. That star-spangled banner does yet wait. I won't forget I owe a debt of gratitude I never can repay. Arm in arm and side by side, American heroes fought and died. Showing some respect too much to ask I speak for those whose freedom was not free I say, take a knee, my ass I stand up for the flag Take off my hat See you.